You are listening to the CMC Podcast. Join us each week for messages designed to equip, inspire, and motivate. And now for today's message from Pastor Tim Brooks. Well, we want to welcome all of you that are joining us here. And I also want to welcome all those that are joining us on podcast for part one of our 10-part series that we are calling or titling Discipleship 101. Our theme this year has been Becoming and Making Disciples, and that's a mandate from Jesus to us. And in this 10-part series that we want to develop, and we want to develop some things in us. Yes, 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 I I know you've heard all of this. Tim, I've heard you preach every one of these sermons. I've heard all of these sermons. I, I know you've heard these sermons before, but we want to get in us what needs to be in us for us to be a true disciple. And there's a difference in hearing the Word and it becoming a part of who you are. It is your makeup. Now, we want to move some head knowledge into our heart knowledge in this 10-part series. In this first part that I am going to introduce with us uh, in the next few minutes is just on God. In the beginning, God, a triune being. Next week, we'll look at creation. Uh, The next week, we're going to look at atonement, how sin was covered under the Old Covenant. Then we want to look at Jesus, what He did in bringing the New Covenant, what Jesus did. We want to look at salvation, past, present, and future tense, and understand salvation and water baptism and what that means in our daily life. We're going to move from there to looking at the Bible, the Word of God. The Word of God to us and the authenticity that the Bible comes to us with. From there, we'll look at the renewing of our mind. It talks about washing our minds with the Word, the renewal of our mind. We're going to talk about being an overcomer. We are referred to, we're called to overcome. That means there's things that you're going to have to overcome in life. We're going to talk about faith, and then we're going to end in uh, our 10th session on prayer, our conversation with God. Well, let's get started in this first part of Discipleship 101. You can open your Bibles to the first four words in the Bible, and that will be what I'm going to minister on the rest of the time. So it'll be easy to find, and you won't have to flip pages back and forth. We're going to look at the first four words in the Bible. In the beginning... God. In the beginning, God. The first four words of the Bible is where all of our life begins. Now listen carefully. What a person believes about the first four words in the Bible sets the course of their entire life. Your thinking the way you handle your money, your parenting, your entertainment, what you believe about the first four words of the Bible set the course of your entire life. In the beginning, God. Now, there are only two choices. You will not find a third choice. Look, if you want to, you cannot find a third choice. There's only two choices. Either you believe in the beginning, God... 
or you believe there is no God and this is just a random occurrence of events. Now, we can explain that random occurrence, big bang and time plus chance, but it's all the same. Either God created this or this just happened here. It was a random happening of events. And those are the only two choices you have. That's the only options you have about the first four words of the Bible. In the beginning, God. Yes or no for you. Either God was here first, He's always been here, and He created what was here, or there is no God, all here by a chance over a long period of time, it just happened, there's only two choices. And how you believe about this will determine your entire life. The question is, of those two choices, what do you believe? In the beginning, God, or do you believe in a random occurrence of events? If you've been in our church for any length of time at all, you have seen my jar and you have seen my illustration because I want our kids growing up with this implanted in their understanding so that when they're faced with this decision of their own, they'll have something to go back to. We begin our experiment. In this jar is a little plastic, is a little aluminum, is a little copper, some very tiny nuts and wire. In this jar is everything that you need for an iPhone to fall out. And I plan on shaking this right here for 200 million years. Let's get started. Because at some point in there, those things are going to hit together. And at some point... An iPhone is going to just materialize and come out if I shake it long enough. No. You're not going to sit here for this experiment to last 200 million years. Nor will my arm hold up to that. But every one of us is convinced that's not going to happen. Why are we convinced of that? Because simply... We understand the scientific law, the law of entropy. Everybody understands the law of entropy. That law says things left to themselves always go toward disorder. They never go to order. That's the law of entropy. That is a proven, observable law. If we set a brand new 2019 GMC pickup, it has to be white. All pickups have to be white. If you set that in the field and you come back 500 years later, what will be there? A pile of glass, rubber, and some metal. All right, let's reverse this. If we go out in the field and we set some glass fragments, some rubber, and some metal, and we come back 500 years later, will there be a brand new white GMC pickup fully, I mean, ready to go? You just turn the key and drive off. Why will that not, 500 years, 500 million years, that won't happen. Why? Because we all understand the law of entropy. Everybody understands the law of entropy, except... A few college professors who want to teach that in the beginning there was no God. They are the only ones that want to deviate 
from a proven scientific law and say there is no God. Let's just do another experiment. Let's take marbles, a layer of white marbles, a layer of red marbles, a layer of blue marbles, a layer of green marbles, a layer of all marbles color-coordinated in layers. Now I start shaking these marbles, what will they do? They will all mix up. Let me ask you, how many million years will I have to shake this jar of marbles for them to come back and align themselves in white, blue, red? They will never... Okay, well, let's just... Let's make this better, easier. Okay, let's don't go from... Let's go for a horizontal alignment. Okay, well, let's go for a diagonal alignment of colored marble. Everybody's still shaking their head. You will shake this for 500 million years, and the marbles will never all line up in a color sequence or a pattern of any kind. Why? Because order does not randomly happen. Order is organized by an organizer. Random events never, we don't spiral upward in evolution. We spiral downward in evolution. For there to be a design, whether it's colored marbles, whether it's an iPhone, for there to be a design, there has to be a designer. For there, have, for there to be a plan, there has to be a planner. For there to be a thought, there has to be a thinker. Before you fall into a foolish notion that there is no God, I ask you to just stay very scientific about it. Don't throw your thinking into some blind faith realm and accept random selection. Stay scientific in your thinking. Let's stay with the law of entropy. Left to its own, things spiral downward. They don't spiral upward. There's no possible way with a thinking mind that you can look at the order of the physical body. It is mind-boggling, the physical body and the makeup. You can't look at the order of the physical body. You can't look at the order in this world. You can't look at the order in our solar system and not see in the beginning God. Romans chapter 1 says it. God has made himself clearly seen in the earth and the sky. They have no excuse for not knowing God because you can't look at the solar system and not be immediately convinced in the beginning God. Time plus chance always produces disorder, never order. If an astronaut lands on on Mars and he gets out of his spaceship and he looks and sitting there is a computer on a desk with 100% certainty... He will know a planner or a thinker has been here. That didn't happen by some dust banging together here on the planet Mars. You will know that a planner, a thinker, a builder, an organizer has been here. That did not just happen. How do we so mindlessly accept random selection? How do we so mindlessly buy in to evolution... Over time plus chance, order results. 
It doesn't at any point in time. In the beginning, God. We're fully convinced of it because of the order and the complexity of creation. God is clearly seen. Only the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. God is a three-part being. One person, three distinct parts. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Always keep in mind, always keep in mind, we with a finite mind in a physical existence are thinking about an infinite mind in a spiritual existence. And there will always be questions that you have that are unanswerable to you or to anybody else. Well, I'm going to go talk to my pastor about it. Well, you'll have to find another pastor to talk to because I don't know. I don't know why that happened. I don't know why you prayed and that didn't work. Don't come and ask me because I don't know. Here's what I came to understand. I came to understand God is bigger than me. And there are questions, why did this happen? Well, where was God when this happened? I don't know. I don't know, nor do I know what to tell you. I don't have the capability of knowing. And here's what I want to tell you. That's why he's God, and that's why I serve him. Think about this with me, please. If you could answer every why question you have, God would be no bigger than you. Then why would he be God for you? There will always be, we will learn all we can learn. I will answer all I can answer. But at some point in every pursuit, we will come to the end of our ability to figure out why? Because God is God. And you've got to be good with that. I can't trust a God that I can't understand. Why would you trust a God that you could? Why would you trust and follow a God that you could completely understand? His ways are higher than my ways. His thoughts are higher than my thoughts. That's why he's my God. Because I can't answer why this one died and this one didn't die and this one lived and this one didn't. And I, I, I can't understand why this thug stayed alive and this good man got killed in the car. I, 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 I can't understand all of that. That's why he's God. He can put all of that together and that's why I follow him and trust him. Because his thoughts are above your thoughts. In the beginning, God. That God is a triune being. We use the word Trinity. I've had people over the years come to me and say, Pastor, I've looked all in the Bible and I can't find the word Trinity in there. That's not a biblical word. I can't even find the word Trinity in there. You won't find the word Trinity in the Bible. It's not in there. The word Trinity is a word that we use to describe a three-part being. No, it's not a biblical word. God is a three-part being, and we refer to that as a trinity, but that's not a biblical word. Don't let this concept throw you. I'm a husband to Terry. I'm a father to Lindley and Lisa, 
And I'm a grandfather to what we refer to as the Fab Four in our house. One person, three distinct roles, three distinct functions, one person. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, who in the beginning was with God, who was God, and who became flesh and dwelt among us, but has been since the beginning and will be all the way to the end. Now, we talk about, we think about, we read about, we study about God the Father. And in our earthly, physical existence, our thinking is colored by a father who was unfaithful, by a father who abused us, by a father who was inconsistent, by a father who let us down. And our coloring of God the Father makes it hard to really get a grasp of God the Father who is good and who is good all the time. It makes it hard for us to wrap our mind around a God who is perfect, who is just, who is all-knowing, who is every, ever present in your time of need. To wrap our mind around a God, not a God who loves, but a God who is love. So loving that he gave his only son for you and I. God the Father who created you, who selected you in his powerful order of things, he selected. Your mom and dad didn't select. They were incubators in the hands of God who selected the sperm cell, the egg cell, and united those. And in that union wove giftings that no one, your parents didn't choose, you didn't choose, nobody chose that you are good at math. Other kids weren't that good at math. That you're good at science. Others aren't that good. That you were good at English. You didn't choose that you were an athlete. You didn't choose that you're not an athlete. You didn't choose to be just good with your hands. Electrical work just makes sense to you. You understand a positive and a neutral and a ground. And, and that's just that, that's a piece of cake for you. Oh, I'm not touching that. Oh, I'm scared of those wires. You didn't choose to be scared of those wires. You didn't choose to put your hand in the box and twist them up and make light come on down there. You, you're just gifted. You're born with different giftings. You, 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 you're, you, you could just sell, I mean, you, you could sell air conditioners to an Eskimo. You, you just, or you, you can sell. You're just gifted. You, you sell. You, you didn't ask to be an administrator. But from the time you were three years old, on the playground, here, you be this, you be that, you play this, I'll be this. Here, my name is this, your name is this. You can just stand there and watch a bunch of three and four-year-olds, and the administrator will take over and organize the whole playground. Parents didn't choose that. The kid didn't choose that. You, just, you, you see a design in this two-year-old, in this three-year-old. You see a design, and there is no design without a designer. In the beginning, God. And God created you who you are, and He created you with your wiring for a purpose. God created you for a purpose. You didn't randomly happen in here. You're not an accident. 
Maybe your parents wanted a girl and you were a boy. Maybe your parents didn't even want you. Maybe you don't even know who your dad is. Maybe your mom slept with so many guys she can't even identify who your dad is. I don't know your situation, but I do know nobody picked that cell and that cell and united them and wired you who you are. God did that. He created you, you. Never feel like you're unwanted. Never feel like you're not planned. Never feel like you're not gifted. Sure, you made straight F's in math. That's great. Use your ability and hire you in accounting. Math is boring anyway. I never did want to do math. I made all terrible grades in English. That's great. That's just great. I made terrible grades in English. I'm just so bad English. I failed. Nobody likes me. I got spankings in school. I never got a spanking for stealing. I never got a spanking for lying. I always got spankings for talking. What I had to say was much more important than what the teacher was saying. That's what I did. I talked. talked all the time. So I make a living talking, and I just hire somebody to correct my sentences. I don't need to know the noun or the verb or the adverb. I'll pay somebody to figure that out for me because I don't know. I'm just so bad at this. Don't walk around in such low self-esteem. Don't walk around in such a poor image of yourself. In the beginning, God, and He created you with a divine intervention of His hand for a purpose. There's a plan, and there is a purpose for you. This podium right here didn't just bang in here. Molecules didn't hit together and, whoa, look at this. What can we do with this podium? There was a need to hold my notes because I get lost. So what can I put them on? If I put them on the floor, then I preach like this. That won't work. So let me put them on. So a designer built this podium with a purpose in mind. You were designed with a purpose in mind. Now, Maybe you blew it. Maybe you made some bad mistakes. Maybe you you didn't do things like you should have done them. That still doesn't change your wiring. That doesn't change the calling on your life. Well, Tim, you don't know what I did. I don't care about what you did. All I know is God chose you and he put you here for a purpose. What I care about is you quit doing what you were doing and start doing his purpose for you. You've got to understand, you were in the beginning God, and He created you for a purpose. And yes, you've blown it. Well, quit blowing it and get your life on track. And let's fulfill what God's got you here to do. When you see the complex plan of your creation, when you look in the mirror, when you see your body, when you watch all of your body functions work like they work, you are overwhelmingly aware there is a purpose for you. God the Son. Our earthly perception and experiences make it hard to grasp the love that while we were yet sinners would die and pay a price that you owed. We have a hard time. We love those who earn our love and we reject those who don't earn our love and if we don't like them, to heck with them. But for God to send His Son, and then for the Son, God the Son, to die for you, that kind of love, 
the, the power that he walked in, the authority that he walked in. It, it's hard for us to wrap our minds around that, that God would come to earth, recognize the fact that you have blown it, and pay the debt of sin for you. Now, you're free. You're forgiven. You're washed clean. And you're given a brand new start. Why? Because in the beginning, God. And while we sinned and blew our relationship with Him, He carried out a plan through God the Son to redeem us back to Himself. God the Holy Spirit. When God the Son paid the debt, the forgiveness of our sin was paid for, at that point, we've already proven that we can't make it on our own. We've established that. Left to my own, I'm going to blow this. I'm going to make a wreck out of my life. We proved that. In fact, as we proved it for 4,000 years, we proved it. God the Son said, it's good that I now go away. I paid the price. I paid the penalty. Now it's good that I go away, but I'm not going to leave you as an orphan. I'm not going to leave you. Oh, don't leave. Don't leave. Don't you. Don't leave. Whoa, whoa. No, it's good that I go away because God, the Holy Spirit, who has been with you, will now be able to come and reside in you. See, now you've been given a brand new start. He shall be in you. We're not left alone. In the beginning, God. And now He's still here. Inside us. God the Holy Spirit. The comforter. The power. The revealer of truth. The convictor of our sin. We have daily... We have moment-by-moment contact with God through His Holy Spirit. You, You can't live the godly life on your own. Once again, we proved that for 4,000 years we couldn't live the godly life. Man can't live the godly life on his own. That's been tried. The Holy Spirit of God is our power. Acts... Acts chapter 2 says that they were endued, or, or some translations say they were filled with power. See, God the Holy Spirit then comes to live in you and is your power to live. In the beginning, God, the Son has always been with God. Paid the penalty that we owed to redeem us back to Him. And now He's not left us on our own as orphans. He came to earth in the form of His Son. Now He lives in the earth in the form of His Spirit who empowers us to live knowing God. Just as I am a husband, a father, a grandfather... There was a sequence of events that those three characteristics of myself were revealed. First of all, I revealed myself as a husband. 
First step. Second step is then I reveal myself as a father. Then the third step, I revealed myself as a grandfather. But still all me. Three and one, it's still all me. All three are here all the time. God the Father reveals himself in creation. Only the fool said in his heart there is no God. God the Father reveals himself in creation. God the Son revealed himself in redemption. And God the Holy Spirit reveals himself in an indwelling daily power in our life. In the beginning, God, all three parts of him have always been. They're just seen and revealed in a progression of history. I am still Terry's husband. Lindley and Melissa are still my daughters. I'm their father. And what daily is revealed in my house is, Nana, where's Poppy? Where's Poppy? I'm revealed as a grandfather. 2019, right now, we are in the dispensation where Jesus is now seated on the right hand of Father God. And the Holy Spirit is our daily power, our guide, and our presence. That's where we are right now. Just FYI, Jesus sitting at the right hand of the Father God, the Holy Spirit, His presence is daily with us. That's temporary. Don't get used to it. Oh, that's temporary. Oh, you'll know that all that is changing by a sound of a trumpet and a mighty shout. Whoa! Jesus is saddling a white horse. That's the next dispensation. I'm not teaching on that, although I'm feeling compelled. I just want you to know, we are passing through this dispensation. And there's a horseback ride that's coming soon. Make sure you're ready. Lesson one of Discipleship 101. God is God and has been since the beginning. God is a triune being revealing His characteristics in different ways and in different seasons and in different needs of our life. God is all-powerful. God is all-powerful. And for you to be a disciple, for you to follow Him as we're making disciples this year, you live aware God's all-powerful. Well, that'll never happen. I can tell you about it now. That'll never God is all-powerful. There were people that said the sea would never part, but it did. Axe heads don't float, but it did. Bushes don't catch on fire and not burn up, but it did. Dew doesn't fall everywhere except in one little square, but it did. The sun and the moon don't stop in place, but they did. God is all-powerful. God is all-powerful. And you serve and follow an all-powerful God. God is all-knowing. 
And as you're sneaking around out behind the barn with your buddies, as you are putting a guy at the door and say, you watch for the teacher and let us know if the teacher is coming. Teacher's coming, teacher's coming. Everybody get in the desk. The teacher is the least of your concern. God's all-knowing. The police are the least of your concern. God is all-knowing. You think standing before the court and the police will be tough. You will stand before the judgment. God's all-knowing. And there will be anything hidden from Him. God is ever-present. God is ever-present. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, God is ever-present. Know that. Know that. Know that God is your creator. Know that God created you. You didn't just happen in here. You're not a random selection of events. God is your creator. I want you to know God is your forgiveness of sins. No matter how bad you've blown it, no matter how bad you've messed up, God is your forgiveness of sin. God does not love. He is love. He is the essence of the word love. And I want you to know, wherever you go, whatever you do, and whatever happens to you, God is here for you. God sees the beginning from the end. And God is able to take even what was meant to destroy you. God is able to take even what was meant to wreck your life and He can turn that around and in His almighty power, He can turn what was meant to wreck you and make it turn out for your good if you will trust Him and follow Him with your life. God has chosen you. God has chosen to use you. God has chosen to work His plan through you. I want you to live your life knowing, fully aware. I want you to live your life daily aware that in the beginning, God. Stand with me. God, tonight we worship you and we honor you. We bring and give you all the glory. All the honor, all the praise to you be glory forever and ever. We trust you, Lord. We trust you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. You have been listening to the CMC Podcast. For more information about CMC, our different conferences, Christian school, college internship, resources, and more, go to cmchurch.com. 